nope, that's that's too close for me. All like right, this. we're up. We're going. Did you know we're going? Oh shit! All right, first time for everything. Yo, it's gonna be weird. Yo, this, this is gonna. Oh, it's gonna be great. All right, first time going live. Hello. A little bit nervous. Got Travis here. Travis, say hey to everybody. Vindicate, owner hello, of. Everyone probably hello. knows him from the comment section. Correct. A lot different being on this end than uh, in the comment section. How many of those have you been in? I mean, I feel like just about every single one I pop into, I can see you somewhere in there, just kind of chattering around with people. Yeah, I've been going on a lot more. I used to be just uh, mainly Savans were like the only shows live that I would. You on other ones too? Which ones? I've been getting on um, Clydesdale was on theirs recently, um, and then um, get with the programming. I've been tuned into those a lot more. Too, I, like yeah, those guys. I, I was in there the other day too i don't think we were in the same one or we would have been talking to one another right <laughs> we uh, kind of take over yeah, right. so hopefully we'll see i mean i can pop up things like what's up john now I'm, i've never been on this end so it's like what's up, john folder yash it's like yep alexis gave me the clay facial that was pretty cool oh, <laughs> there we go yash and eric boom it's live that. we gotta have the comments going it's pretty Keep cool it's going we uh we didn't really have a plan for this it was just kind of we're going to talk and see what happens. No, the plan for this was that I wanted to talk about you and everything that you do, kind of where you came from. Um, just get to know you a little bit better, other than the guy known as Travis from Vindicate. Um, the t-shirt guy. The t-shirt guy, yeah, because you've been giving me a hard time for that. I, I was telling you, we did a practice run, Travis, myself, and Natalie. And on that practice run, we were talking about uh that and how when i make my videos i just go so sevan's got his notes and i don't have any notes so we're just going to kind of let this thing roll as if it's a real conversation and look at all these people what's up i know all these names hey guys. i know it's like all the whole gangs here gangs all here 57 live that's cool so i got your website pulled up over here vindicate equipment company how long you been around for um actually the company itself like conception wise it's been 20 years so i i didn't start it originally there was actually a co-worker of mine um we were both working in an engineering firm um and we were both i was i was doing skateboarding and biking and he was into biking and we like didn't fit this quote unquote mold of corporate environment you know we we played the part when we had to um so he came up with the the name and the the reset the preset tagline because you know it was like changing the, the way people are viewed like we're not the typical corporate guys we are in the okay. office but outside so you would the say office it was kind we're of a little more wild the, the name came from your business partner yes yeah so he's not involved anymore he um we we kind of did things off and on kind of like in the in the skateboarding biking industry we were trying to kind of break through in there um and if you've ever been in those industries they're they're the user base is very particular about new brands and they don't when like you say, new brands you, for the most you part. Say skateboarding and biking? Yeah. So yep. like BMX biking or motorcycle biking? Uh, BMX, freestyle biking, that kind of this stuff. I grew favorite, up My favorite forever. shirt of yours, by the way. I love this shirt. I got to get you one of those. This one's cool it's too. favorite. The other day, pink. myself and Alexis, we've been going through this and I mentioned it on Sevon at one point that we spent an entire evening, instead of watching a show, we'll watch a show for a little bit at night. We turned on YouTube. We were just watching car accidents. Like oh, there's, God. These, there's these montages of them, and it's like you're driving down the road, and it, you're like waiting to see where it comes from. 
And the other night we got into skateboarding accidents, which are way oh, worse. And so if you're ever brutal. like looking for that, that stuff that you don't want to watch because you kind of feel bad and you're like, why are you watching it? But you cannot turn it off. And then you turn on more. It's right in that. So I, I can't do it. I've witnessed too many of them. There was, I remember there was one when we were a kid and we were on the half pipe and a kid dropped in and fell backwards and his wrist literally <laughs> went that way and then his hand went back up and is like flopping around I was like oh my god i'm gonna throw up they crazy. are without a doubt the gnarliest injuries you'll ever see and like yeah. car car crashes don't compare to i i don't know i'm watching it and i go okay i can't ride a skateboard i've got no idea how to ride a skateboard i've tried when i was younger i even convinced my dad that i wanted a half pipe and he was ready to build it and i didn't even know how to like pedal myself down the driveway right and I'm thank God he didn't make me a half pipe because it was just <laughs> sitting there, never would have been used. And yep. also I'm watching these videos and these people have put a lot of time into it. You can tell they're, oh, they're very skilled. They can ride the skateboard. And then it just looks like they're waiting for the inevitable complete destruction of their body to happen. Yeah. And <laughs> well, you, and can you like skateboard? Are you good at it? Oh yeah. I've, I've skateboard forever. I had a six foot half pipe in my backyard. Um, no way. <laughs> I still do it. My, my youngest daughter, she's, She's 13 now. She's kind of growing out of it a little bit, but we went skateboarding all the time. Just we'd go up to the school. Actually, my current, so I, I do have a full-time job. Um, What's that? And do you, actually, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. But I actually found it, the place that I work at uh, now because we were up skateboarding. We were up skateboarding by an office and I happened to skate by it. I sent them a message and I was like four months later, I had a new job there. So found a new job from skateboarding. Um, um sorry i got a phone call i missed what, what did you say that your job was your full-time job oh so full-time it it kind of relates so i'm a, a creative director uh, more okay. on the on digital side for websites um but i've been a i mean i've been doing it since i graduated from college so i graduated college in 98 so i'm an old man you're not you're been not doing this a while <laughs> you said you were 49 right 46 jesus 46. i'm not that old come on hey, hey, hey all right the three years come on you're a young. Star. All right. So you, you and your business partner opened up this apparel company and what did it look like for, when, when did that happen? By the way, when did you start? That, <sighs> that would have been, and when was he like out? Said it, was, it was roughly 20 years ago. Um, so then I, he kind of just drew out, it wasn't really doing anything. It was just kind of like, Hey, we make shirts here and there. We sell them. We, we, we basically said, we're not going to make anything that we wouldn't wear ourselves. Okay. Um, when the, when the skateboarding side kind of fizzled out, I actually, kept it going and really got more into mixed martial arts, um, not participating, but as a fan. Um, and I knew quite a few guys in that industry. Um, I'm in Omaha and we had some guys out of Omaha that were in the UFC in, in Bellator, WC, that kind of stuff. Um, so I knew quite a few of those guys. Um, and actually a guy who used to train quite a few of them. There we go. Um, so I got in with, them and it, the timing was kind of a sucked because it about the time that was like starting to make some headway so anybody who's watched for a while if they know ellenberger brothers jake and joe um i did like joe's walkout shirts and his shorts and his banners and stuff while he was in the ufc so that was super cool would this be you know, somebody like, that Sevan knows he might know him this this was i don't know 10 years ago maybe Right around there. Okay, so so you've been doing this so, for a long time. I've been doing this for a long time, yeah. Okay. So that I mean that was just freaking amazing experience. I got to go see John Jones um, when he fought in Baltimore. Pretty sure. Um, 
got to go behind the scenes, met Dana, got to sit in the, like the training rooms and that kind of stuff and just kind of watch everything from behind the scenes. So that was really cool. That's very But cool. the, the timing of it sucked because, you know, I'm trying to get involved and maybe work sponsorships and all that. And then Reebok sponsorship came on board with, uh, the, with UFC. the UFC and they took away basically all sponsorships. The, the UFC didn't allow outside sponsorships anymore. So it's like, oh, well, there's really no way in here anymore. Does it look um, anything like what CrossFit looked like with Reebok, where Reebok came in and then really there wasn't much else? I mean, they even they disallowed any of they, they, they outfitted in a it for way, a long I mean, time. CrossFit, is, is it similar? It was almost more like when I think when Noble took over, because didn't wasn't there a time when you couldn't wear anything at the games? You show up to the games Noble? naked. Well, you had oh. to wear noble, noble. <laughs> I mean, gear. I mean no, that, that was Re- that was Reebok. Was that so Reebok? There was a there was a period of time where they didn't have a sponsor, and everybody was saying, "Oh, it's going to be Rogue. Oh, it's going to be Nike." And then Noble is right. the company that stepped in. And right. I want to say that the year prior was the first year in which Nike Metcon athletes were able to wear what they wanted to wear at the yeah. game. And every year yep. previous, and even that year, I believe, the, one of the coolest things for a lot of the athletes and the teams going to the games was the Reebok package where they had all of the apparel right. that would come in it. And you would see they'd show up and they'd have 15 shirts, 15 pairs of shorts, and three pairs of lifters, five pairs of shoes, two of them were running shoes, and then right. they swimsuits and whatnot from Reebok. And yep. to this day, there will be games athletes, and you'll be like, I bet they got those from 2016 games. And it, it right. was always a pretty cool thing. And yeah, is, is, is that similar to what happened in the UFC? Yeah, they, they, well, the UFC basically, when you were in the octagon, you could not show, you couldn't wear anybody else's gear. So yeah, same type of thing. And then they've just gotcha. they've, but it's funny, like they stripped away all the sponsors from the athletes or the fighters, but then the octagon itself is getting flooded with more brands, outside brands, and the, I don't think the fighters are benefiting from it like they used to like the outside sponsorships they were making a fortune because they wanted those the, brands the wanted to be seen. Do, you, yeah. do you remember the were you were you around for the band metcons i think that was like uh 2000 no it was like their second or third iteration they were black and red it's kind of my favorite color scheme you're wearing the freaking black and red no rep shirt that's coming out right stand up oh, yes. quick. let's look at that oh. thing that thing's that thing sweet thank you that's craig howard one. Actually, that's something that I know I wanted to talk about was, and I think you gave me the okay to bring that up, right? Your, yep. your Craig Howard affiliation, Diablo CrossFit. Talking, yep, working with, uh, we're, we're still kind of working out all the kinks and, and where it's going to go. But yeah, picked up um, Diablo CrossFit this last week and might might be doing the main gym stuff. But as of now, it looks like it's going to be their programming side. So they, they have programming released um so yeah gonna be doing the order fulfillments and do some design work for them so that was super cool it's cool to get a message from craig how how Can't is be one of the ogs how, how does it come about that you work with somebody like craig i'm just that one honestly just came it came from he so the design that i'm wearing craig drew up and sent out he posted it and tagged you um you saw it and you're like well that's really cool so I Correct. reached out to Craig and I was like, okay, that's neat, but I don't know who did it. So I can't just use it because we don't know who actually designed it. And I so reached it all out came to Craig. from that no rep symbol, huh? All came from the no rep. No way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. I think the way the way our whole thing started was crazy. So I'll I don't remember if I've said this or not. I think I have in the comments. Like, so I was like all in on Savan um, on his show, and then you started to kind of make some headway and. I literally sent Savan a message like, who is this dickhead? How dare he? <laughs> Talking about me? Were, yes. You son of a bitch. It was, it was during your, you know, you guys' feud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Early yeah, yeah, on yeah. in the day. Okay. When did you like, change your mind about that? Wait, when uh, did you change your mind? What, what made you change your mind? Just from watching the videos more and more. And then gotcha. you, you kind of right. get a read on how Savan feels about it. And it turned out like everything's cool. And, and, and literally it was like, it was, it was, like some of the people are you're seeing it now where they're like he's an asshole he's an asshole but wait he's right i always he's not I, saying I swear to god wrong. i love the have you even watched my videos i made that little meme exactly. i thought that was super clever and even today i made that reddit thing which did dog shit that was like one of my worst videos I've ever put up it's got like 100 views and it's all about the people on reddit i go have you even watched my videos you know so you were one of those people <sighs> I was one of those people. I didn't and then know you watched you a couple, and then you heard me on Savan, and now you're here talking to me cool. as my first live guest, and you're Kinda also the, the man who uh, does all of my shirts, which is super cool, and I love you for it. It's been, you, do, you do such a good job on all that stuff. It's been cool. I love doing it. So that's like kind of back to with my full-time job with being um, a creative director and all that. It's This is something that just basically ties right into it. I do, I'm doing design work all the time, so why not have a company that can use some design work? Why, why branch off into something completely different when I, I, I'm super picky about my shirts and how they fit and how they feel. And I'll get other brands. You that. Yep. You were always pretty big on that. You're still looking for certain shirts. Fucking crazy. When I buy a cheap shirt and like, like I'm a large and I buy a large and it fits like a medium and it just pisses me off. That was the big so, thing about my first shirt is I tried to see how cheap I could make it. And that's how I ended up with a $13 t-shirt. And that's why yeah. these are not $13 t-shirts because they're, this is, it's like a great shirt. The other one, yeah. they're kind of stiff, but they're still pretty cool. I mean, they're, they're the OG $13 t-shirt. And it's like, Hey, bring right. those back. If you want to throw those on one of your shirts? Maybe it'll give them a lot <laughs> to pick them up because there is a high demand for those uh, constant, constant vengeance shirts. Oh, we can easily remake those. So right now you're working with myself, you're working with myself, Sevan and Craig right now. And Craig. Yeah. As far as, uh, outside people I did, um, oh gosh, I can't think of their name now. It's a gym in Nashville. Um, they reached out. So I did their shirts. Um, they kind of had a logo already. Yeah. They had a logo already and just needed some apparel. Um, so I did some stuff for that. I've had a few people working out or reach out here and there. Um, I do some stuff. So like, like your Savans, those, some of those bigger runs. So like what a lot of people don't realize you, when you want to do like screen printing in that, you have to have pretty good quantities. So those types of things, I will, yes. Wad Zombie, you knew me before I was <laughs> Wad famous. Wad Wad Zombie knows everybody. Wad Zombie is way more famous before I was so-called famous. I like Colton Merton sticker. Pick one up. Colton yep. Merton's uh, playing card. Um, I did want to ask uh, you, what's the, the Pat goal? Uh, do, you have a, do you have a Vindicate? There's a Pat Vellner playing card out now. Playing card new? out now. Just came out today. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to pull that. There you go, Wad Zombie. There you go. Pat Vellner playing card, Wad Zombie. Check it out. I do want to ask, what is the Vindicate goal? Do you have one? 
So right now you're working with myself, Sevan, and Craig. Is there like, a, I want to work with 10, 20, 30, 100 brands or gyms? Or do you want to work with more gyms? I'm as flying by the possible. seat of my pants. <laughs> hey, that's the, what I well, would say. Like the affiliation side of it, or I don't know what the hell you call it, partnership side of it, whatever, that's basically been new. I was, I'm making my shirts as I needed them. So it, it kind of, like I've had all these designs and then with, with all the COVID shit that went down, Oh, probably a year after I did that mandate fitness shirt and that thing took off like crazy. Um, I sold a lot of those and I literally like, Oh yeah. The no plan B's. If you didn't get in on the pre-sale, sorry. They are, they may, that's probably, would you say that that's one of the things that you would want to be well, I mean, when you become more well-known, you kind of have the ability to have a little bit in stock and then you can almost make sure it's at will because right now right. you almost have to do the pre-orders because you are slightly less known and you're just dipping your toe into it. And the thing that's best about you that I actually wouldn't let up on Sevon for was that you're extremely responsive and you get things out as soon as you can. I love your website. The website's awesome. And the quality of the shirts is awesome. Like what else could you ask yep. for from a company trying to work with somebody who's trying to get their name out there. Yep. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'll, I'll sacrifice some margins to have, have quality. Cause the last thing I want somebody to do is spend money on a shirt. They get it. And they're like, well, this thing fucking sucks. And I'm never going to order another one. And I've, I've had plenty of companies that I've done that with, like even like gyms, um, not just businesses, but gyms, like spend the extra dollar, or two that it ends up costing you for a good shirt because it if never you does any good to spend never less money. They're, yeah. no, they're, they're going to get it. Like, oh, that, that, that son of a bitch is making another shirt. I don't want that thing. <laughs> I have a lot and I have big, big companies. Um, I don't know. It's come up in the comments before with frankly, the rogue, the basic rogue t-shirts. I can't wear them. they, they don't fit. What's the what's the biggest difference between a shirt that you would like and a rogue t-shirt? The I don't know what brand they use for a base for a American base Apparel fifty fifty. I believe. I believe. Yeah, no. I if thought you, so. I, I could be wrong. Level, but... That no, that might be what they use. I just don't like the way they fit. Um, gotcha. They're they're tight and then the neck comes up higher. It's tight in the shoulders and the body's like a box. It's really big in the body. It, it is kind of boxy, yeah, and which is surprising for people like brand. tapered, right? T- people like tapered. Yeah, you yeah. Need a, somewhat you need a triple XL shirt. Can you can you do that? DM me. All right, one more question before I pull Natalie in. Oh, you can make them. Go ahead. Oh yeah, they're we can make them bigger. They just they don't sell a lot, so I don't throw them out there. Um, but Jeffrey, DM me. We'll get you hooked up. We'll figure it out. Um, white t-shirts. People don't like them. You were trying to white tell me t- about that. The white other day. t-shirts are revealing. However, my white t-shirts aren't as revealing. They're a little bit, the material is just a touch thicker. So it's not like a, a Bella canvas, which is super, super thin. Um, and you can see through it. So my, the white t-shirt that we made, the move like Hiller is watching shirt. That is the first white t-shirt I've had in probably 20 years. Cause I'm okay. so picky about the way everything fits. I love this shirt, by the way. The the white and the gold is super cool. The gold's very cool. That was the only time I've ever taken my time to make a signature, by the way. I'm wearing it right I now. I had to ask like four times. Yeah. Well, sorry. So <laughs> 
I try to, I do what I can. <laughs> it turned out and very it wasn't good. because I, the signature was so shitty. It's because I was trying to get a piece of paper. There's no paper around here. Everything's on the internet now. So fresh, so clean. And Will Brensetter likes his shirts revealing. So more white t-shirts. White t-shirts are my favorite. It was kind of, I used to go to Walmart and buy the 10 packs and that's all I would wear. White t-shirt and whatever shorts were laying around when I was right. college. If yeah. you got the body for it, like if you have a weird body like me, I don't want this skin tight white shirt. You've got a nice body. You gotta I've have the right you. I've seen you in, I've seen it. you in workout photos. You had a nice body. You can uh, do it. For forty six, I'm doing okay. <laughs> You're doing hell hell uh damn good for forty six. Trying. It's that Hiller right. programming. It's whooping my damn ass. Right. We're gonna talk about that later. We have to talk and, about anything that. else you want to bring up real quick? Um, you you and Vindicate. I mean, you're going to stay on the call, of course, but oh, yeah, I, I might get a little bit veered towards Natalie as soon as I pull her in. Here she is, no by worries. the way. What's up, Natalie? Hello. Hi, are you, Natalie? I'm good. So, Natalie, unlike um, Travis, people probably don't know very much about you. <laughs> yeah, probably. And she's an yeah. elite athlete, unlike me. Mm. Natalie is an elite athlete. Uh, Natalie was on two of my teams on oh. Wait, just one, you, you, just the one team in 2017. Yes. And in 2016, we qualified, but that's the year that we both went individual to regionals. And right. that year, you also won the final workout in the central region, correct? Yes, I did. Natalie's a former gymnast. She was a Northern Illinois D1 gymnast. Yep. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and she was one of probably half a dozen elite gymnasty females that I got the pleasure of working with. Yeah. And she showed that off on that workout, which was the 21-15-9 thruster, 3-2-1 legless rope climb. Correct. Ended up being what in the world? It was was seventh seventh worldwide. Seventh worldwide. And it was in the north central region and you won the regions. But if I recall, one of the things I remember was that, and this is something that – Everything that I always do, and I think you probably picked up on this, is almost just like a little bit of a from past days. Yeah. You got no recognition for that. No. Right? Not like so, well, I mean, you weren't in games contention. No. Correct. Didn't you finish in I was teams? in the second heat at the time. I was, I believe, in 22nd place at that time because that's kind of where I hung around most of the weekend. And then that jumped me up to 15th place. So I was in the second heat. Um, you didn't even have like the games announcers at that time when you watch the live stream. It's just like Kiki and her sidekick. Kiki um, and her sidekick. <laughs> so then by the time you get to the final heat, instead of like the previous events where they had like, oh, these were this is a score to beat. All anyone cared about is who's going to make top five. So Correct. it was like, yes. start it. Well, I was standing in the wings like, okay, don't beat me because it was Christy Aramo. And Sheila Barden were the next two. I Names think we know. first and then Sheila. But That's that workout. Found it. Well, <laughs> I was just waiting for that clock to tick by. For my own glory. There we go. Today I register for the open. Oh, wait, this is a, this is a, a recap video. Oh, yeah, I, I need to keep so. going back quite a bit. This is a funny video. There's me in the background. It's like I knew I saw you recording, so I decided to make it. And a lot of these videos, you'll see that you are pregnant, yeah. and that's something that's totally worth talking about. Well, that was that, like the past. Well, it was three out of the, well, two out of the last four years of my life. 
It's being pregnant. Correct. 2016, you win individual. Yep. 2017, we are on the team. Yep. 2017, I think we finished around 10th, give or take a couple of spots. I don't remember yeah. exactly where we finished. I want to say like 12th or 13th. And what I remember was you were completely different on the floor. <laughs> and I remember like, what the fuck is wrong with Natalie? I was just raging. And then a couple of days later, you're like, yeah, guys, I was, or was it in the middle of, when did you tell no. us you were pregnant? So I told you guys after the fact, it was leading into regionals that I was like dying. I, I, I realized there was some, or, yeah, I knew at some point you told us, I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> at regionals, I was fine. I didn't, there, I don't feel like there was a workout where I held anyone back at regionals. Correct. No, I would say that that's I was accurate. like, oh my God, I'm going to let everyone down. At that point, I don't think I knew yet that I was pregnant, but then going into regionals, I did know. I was like five and a half weeks pregnant at regionals. So very early, but the fatigue was real already. Okay. I'm going to show this. This is from Natalie as a D1 gymnast. Okay. Pow, right in the face. This is, <laughs> I could have made an entire video on this. One of the things I read on Reddit is that I take a one-second video and I turn it into a 10-minute video. I could have totally done that with this, but this is good. <laughs> Does that hurt, or do you even notice? Um, I chipped a tooth. and had, Doing this? Yes. Oh. Like a, a back molar, and then had, like, black eyes. No whiplash, no concussion? Uh, nope. Two black eyes, though, huh? Yeah. I think because of my nose. I think I bruised, like, hurt That'll my happen. nose pretty good, and it bruised my eyes. <laughs> I saw the other thing I want to bring up. That's the other thing I want to bring up. You were on the Baltimore Anthem, and many people yeah. might not even know what the Baltimore Anthem are or were, but it was a grid league team, and the grid league was rather big right around the time where you – was it? what year is this? It, this Stay is on 2016. 2017. It must be another flashback, but it was 2016 <clears throat> that was on the Baltimore Anthem. So they really only – I believe they only had – two seasons i want to say it was only 2015 and 2016 how does this uh happen how do you end up on the baltimore anthem um which is a professional grid league team you were paid to do this i was right um, yes yeah so in 2015 i either started hearing about grid league or whatever so they made like a I guess you could call it like a little leagues um, grid league. And you started to try to get your team to qualify. First, you just had to get votes for it. So Chicago built a team called the Chicago Rally. And, I remember um, the rally. Yeah. So, you know, you just kind of send it through Facebook. People need to vote for it. Um, so it was mostly people in the Chicago area that were on that team. And we ended up getting um, second place out of that Um like tournament. And so that tournament was going on at the same time that the professionals uh, were competing. I so got then you. After okay. That, um, cause I was one of the athletes that was in most of the races. So definitely would call me more of a gymnastics specialist, but I could get in on a ladder and do decent and like could what be, kind of, when you say ladder, what, what do you mean? Um, so ladder is weightlifting. So it's either going to be like a thruster ladder or deadlift ladder or snatch, just any movement. And you go from, it starts at like 65 pounds and you try to clear the ladder. Um, men okay. and women do the same weight. And that's something that was different with grid is just that hmm. men and women were competing. I see a lot of faces I know in here. This is the Chicago yes. rally. 
That is Chicago. And that's rally. Chris Shinley. All right. I see Krista yeah. Miller. She was on the Mayhem team. Yeah. Todd, Todd Neef, the owner of South Loop, strength conditioning, whole bunch of bases I know. So you went oh, from yeah. there to the grid league team. What yeah. So then, then the following year, they had a draft. Um, so I was working with John Colborn doing like still doing a ton of CrossFit stuff because that was the same year that I I qualified to the regionals too. So um, correct doing CrossFit and grid, which they are the same thing. You just go faster in grid. Um, yep. And so they had a draft, which probably like March or so. And I was the second drafted athlete. And so the Baltimore. Oh, Anthem, no shit. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I uh, failed to remember that. This is something I know you're very adamant about the uh, L-sit legless <laughs> rope climb and the heels remaining above the hips. Yeah. I know that was something not that we were. I know, and those not ropes easy at all. were like at least 18 feet, if not. 20. That's crazy. So you have to get all the way to the top, touch. Why, did, the top. why does it look like this person's beating you? Yeah. Why are their legs <laughs> lower? And why are their legs lower than yours? Yeah. So and, that race also true. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so that race, it was le- it was Elsit, legless, and then regular rope climbs. So they were obviously on legless. Uh, now that is actually really cool. It's something that we hear in CrossFit a lot, like when are the higher level gymnastics gonna come out? But then at the games, you see that they have that parallel or that ring handstand push-ups, and there's an entire issue with: are they yeah. essentially doing a silly-looking bench press because they're so extended in their thoracic and lumbar spines? And if everything looked just like Natalie right here, there'd be no issue. But there's right. that person back there that that's well, we don't know what round they're on. Also, maybe they yeah. aren't doing legless or the L sit. Maybe they're doing a legless. I would guarantee they're doing legless there. Why would but you yeah, guarantee that? Would be a good one to get into the games because there'd be a lot of girls who couldn't do it and probably what? a lot of boys with tight hamstrings that cannot do it either <laughs> so that's nightmare so the girl from there is pip malone which is pretty cool oh that is very cool that's awesome yeah so you had this ab mat i remember you were the first person to have that skull mat yes <laughs> it's very good for freestanding handstand push-ups please for me go into the you guarantee you that that's legless. What did you mean? He would have been that there's, no, there's no way in hell it flies in the grid league. No. Okay. That's no all way. I wanted you to say. That's a, that's a big talking point. Yeah. That grid league finals. Who was the number one draft pick that year? Do you know? I don't know. There we go. Hey, look, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> that's your sister. That's your sister, right? Yeah. That's my sister. Yeah. Uh, and then who knows who that guy is? I heard he's popular still for some who reason. Overseas grid, like what's going on with grid now? Because I still it's, see some stuff in Florida. But yeah, I mean, there's stuff going on in Florida. I don't know who's in charge of that anymore. Um, but like the grid league itself, that's completely done and over with. So it's that's just, just like Florida area. That's okay. their own thing now. But I mean, that's, they like. Um, you had some pretty big coaches like Annie Thorsodder, Noah Olson, Frederick Agidius, like they were big in it. Tola Morakinya, he was a really good utility player in um, Grid League. Alex Smith was in it. I think yeah. Fraser started at Grid, didn't he? Um, I thought I'm he had mentioned unsure. that before. Yeah, I don't know if Fraser was ever in it. And I know uh, Craig Howard from Diablo was a coach. I don't remember who he coached. What team? One of my shows was Luke Estes. And so he does the programming for 
one of the um, semifinals. Semifinals. And then, why am I blanking his last name right now? But the coach of underdog. Oh, Justin. Like, yeah, Justin. Yeah, was. Justin Kotler. Yep. He was. He's my favorite coach. His, Justin yeah, Kotler is so um, cool. His team him. typically won. <laughs> There's our other favorite gymnast, other than yeah. Keiko. Yep, Katie Kaz. I, I called the I, what did I call you guys the mice the the, the um, I don't know like, I remember we'd be walking on the competitions and you'd just be like bopping around <laughs> at like five two five one how tall are you Natalie I'm five one you're five one I think yeah Natalie, uh, yeah Katie got me by just a little bit yeah so you were our super gymnast people on our teams and if there was anything high rep toes to bar pull up or legless rope climb handstand walk we would just totally dominate those yeah. because of you guys being so proficient at those movements. And Did you uh, see Jason CF Media's comments, Dr. Bosman's comments in the games podcast? Lots of people think L sits are coming. That would be wild. You heard it here first, guys. Andrew Hiller, Travis Bellinghouse, Natalie Heading, first time live. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the content you're going to have for bad reps. What, oh, with the L sit? Yeah. Were the legs high enough? And we're going to clip Natalie saying right there that would have never had flown in the grid league. But apparently it would fly in the CrossFit games. Hopefully that isn't the case. We always hope for the best, prepare for the yes. worst, correct? And the one of the things though with Grid League is there were challenge flags. So you could if you saw oh. something that you didn't agree with, I, I think it, it was definitely limited. Um you might have only had one challenge flag per match, but you could throw a challenge flag and then that would cause if that got um approved you would have to run from the point of let's say like the no rep so if if some if the opposite coach saw a no rep that the judge didn't didn't see and they could prove it on video then we had to rerun the race from the point of that no rep so if it happened Ooh. on the elicit um that's like, awesome uh, wow time then you have to go <laughs> back and restart so the opposite team could end up winning if you uh, yeah don't do it right so did you had to challenge it on the spot at the time, basically like in a football game, you have to throw the flag. You had to do it. I'm pretty sure you had to do it like at the time you saw it, but the race would continue. So you finished yeah. and then they would review it all. Damn. I think interesting. Didn't, didn't Taylor bring that up on one of the recent challenge flags about having challenge flags? Either. He sure did. I think it was Taylor. It, it was Taylor, yeah. He was bringing up the fact that challenge flags are totally something that should be considered. Is this what I was That's looking for earlier? Yeah. This, yep. Oh, this is that workout. Look at you go. Oh, yeah. Can you hear this? Can you guys hear that? Yep. I can hear. I can hear. Oh, yeah. That was my name then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Natalie Sutter. And look at the pants. Sutter on her way back out for that round of 15 thrusters. Here we Two go. Two minutes in, four to go. As Sutter, Sweater. Natalie Sutter in lane number. No leg Very cool, man. Top of the Tiger Pants. Not a fucking Nine chance. <laughs> the big thing that year I remember was that you had to put the bar down. You weren't allowed to dump yeah. it. Yeah. So, so that, that was a little bit like it, you see you put the bar down right there, and it was just something that you don't see all the time. But I do well, remember I they were very like they clear were on very that. They were very clear about you have to re-grasp the rope before your legs grasp. Did you see any of my videos on that, Natalie? 
uh, the one where I was getting such a hard time about Brooke Wells, like you're really reaching here, Andrew. I go, no, because I was, I did the, I did the exact same briefing you were at that event. Yeah. And they go, you're climbing, you climbing, you touch, you regrip, then you can clamp. And that's the yep. order of operations, right? Yep. Well, and Natalie. I actually texted you about that during the semis. I was like, do you know what the rules are? Because I'm seeing a lot you of grabbing me, before the hand goes back on. Yeah. So Natalie, actually, believe it or not, is probably harder than me on a lot of things in relation to no repetitions and repetitions. That being one of them for sure, the rope climb. It's just, hey, uh, what's up with all this shit? <laughs> yeah. So now I talk about this a little bit. Look at you go. There's something in the way. Rowan, Rowan. Yeah. Yep. So this is the number one or number two? This is number two. Number two. Okay. And you're in your basement, it looks like? Yeah, this was we uh, the basement of our townhouse because this is when I had no heater in my garage. All right. Is this one of my at-home workouts you're doing here? Um, I'm pretty sure this is – I know I was following um, Comp Train before. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to kick you from the show now. I know. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you, Natalie. It was nice knowing you, Natalie. All right. But we're we're going to skip to this as, video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, oh, my gosh. This is, Look at this. This is great. <laughs> this is going to be a cool video to have when you're when this is Andrew. Yeah, that one's Andrew. This will be a cool video to have when Andrew's like I know. our age. <laughs> like, look at look at this. I'm like, awesome. look, you wouldn't let me work out unless I was holding you. Is that right? What do you cry? Just just that day. Just that day. Yeah. That cool. <laughs> look at that. But yeah, so after <laughs> I had Andrew was when well, COVID started because I had it March 23rd, 2020. So that's when you came out with your online program. I was like, this is sick. This You're is right. Perfect. I didn't have that for a while. I had to be coerced nope. into doing it. It wasn't something I was really wanting to do. That was in my downtime after I had left the gym. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just kind of figuring out what I want to do. And got a program a for somebody. A lot of you guys were, uh, yeah, I had to do something coerced me into doing that and then yes. Natalie you were one of the people who was super pumped up on it I was because really the reason I was doing comp train is because it was like 40 bucks a month versus paying for the membership fee to just do them by myself so mm -hmm. it was like I paused that when I had Andrew because I knew I wouldn't be working out for six weeks and then by the time I was ready to work out again you already had a program out so I was like hell yeah wonderful. so and by the way I love this airdyne you've got <laughs> it, it's like it's like uh you gotta double the calories on it right? i do that i double right? the calories every time yep someone wants is andrew named after hiller i'm gonna go ahead and say no <laughs> who's andrew named after um the funny thing is is we have a family history of andrew but when we thought of andrew we didn't think about any of that we just liked the name <laughs> so he's not he's kind of named after family but not intentionally <laughs> you <sighs> I, I like my name. It's it's just a little Andrew. It's like three syllable Andrew. I don't know. You can make, I don't know. It, I it's good. I've always I always wanted to go with Drew, but I never felt like I looked like a Drew. All right, we're back to the top. Yeah. Did, kids, so you're, did, you're, did your parents ever call you Andy? You, have you ever? That been never an stuck Andy? either. I've never yeah. been an Andy. No. I, I actually had. A, I, I feel weird calling you Andrew. Like Hiller sticks. Yeah. Hiller's good. And I don't know why. Yeah. Natalie brought up. I signed the emails. Andy. I don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm a weird dude. So Natalie, you've been with me. So the reason guys that I have this show up is I wanted to talk about my programming and I wanted to do it money. in a way where, yeah, it's all about the money. I have a lot of people asking me about it 
And ever since I started this entire thing, I don't want to, you know, pump myself up and have a bunch of people like, oh, this guy's doing is doing it for the money. And then I go through the Reddit thread and apparently everyone thinks it anyway. And I do have a lot of people asking me about it. So I felt like probably the best way that I could do this is through <laughs> Natalie, who I've been with for what, seven years or so. Yeah. It, it's been a long time. Sorry. What was that? 2015 is when. 2015. Yeah. yeah. And then Travis, who I've been with for work. I mean, you've been following the program for about two months. Yeah. Right around two. Yep. So I felt like one, it could be something of a perspective coming from Natalie, who I worked with within the affiliate for about three years, three and a half. And yeah. now she took a downtime. You, you heard her say that she had been doing a little bit of comp train. And then she was like, oh, Andrew's program, I can do remote now. And then through Travis, who is working out of at an affiliate where they don't have classes, correct? Yeah, and not, not an affiliate, just an uh, open gym. It's more of an Olympic lifting gym that has CrossFit space in it for whoever wants it. Um, but it's a 24-hour space. You can come in. They have all the equipment, so it works out really well. So I've done all – I've done not my own programming, other people's programming for uh, probably three years now, and I've kind of been all over the place. I started at an affiliate. So I didn't start doing CrossFit until I was 40, um, and I was at a gym for a couple years and then got out of that. Um, I've done CrossFit chalk. I've done street parking. I did comp train for a week and didn't like it. Um, did mayhem for a while. Really liked it. mayhem's programming is great. Um, uh, but I was tired of getting run into the ground. Um, which, which, what, which track did you follow? Cause I know they I have was, like eight or nine of them. I was doing the masters scaled track and I was okay. scaling the scaled. It fucking ran me in the ground. And it, uh, it was, I liked the variety of it, but like, it was just so much volume The and, and the weights are heavier. I mean, you're doing 115 pound, 120, 130 pound thrusters at 46 years old. Now I'm good. I don't need that. But we do do some of that, correct? I mean, it's not like it's light or what would you no, say that... you could say would be a difference between something where you say there's too much volume. And if I have too much volume, I'd like to know. And if I don't, I'd like to know what you think is appropriate with what I've got going here. I haven't seen. So your programming reminds me a lot of what the first affiliate, the affiliate that I was at. It was like very, you can get this done in an hour. Um, it's, it's exactly the warm ups. Right. What I really like, and I was talking to the girl that I work out with, Katie, we were talking about this the other day, is the warm ups are very relevant to what we're doing what's going to follow. So similar to what, like a class, um, I ran into a few programs I follow. It was like, it was like the same warm up every day, just kind of mixed around. Um, so when, it wasn't when like I would, super relevant. When I was always trying to groom the coaches that I worked with at my affiliate, I would say there has to be some sort of productivity to the warm up, And I was, the, I hated the like, oh, run around with the freaking ab mat in your hand and try to slap it out of your hands. You know, that pizza game that people play. Yep, I understand yep. you're trying to have fun, but there's other ways you can implement fun while still being productive to what you got coming. And I think that yeah. what you're talking about is like, 
I got the five minute row here along with the RDLs because you're warming up for a deadlift. Clearly you're also right. going to be doing hinging on the toes, the bar and on the clean and jerks. And then when you're doing the wall walks, the clean and jerk, you're going overhead, the wall walk. Sometimes I'll write in there, like right after the wall walk that I want you to hold an upside down position for five to 10 seconds mm -hmm. and just kind of do some upside down shoulder shrugs. The sit-ups warm up your core for the toes, the bar. They also warm you up for the deadlift. And then of course, I, I think at this point it's rather evident that when you're doing a three set of five deadlift at something like 75%, you don't just jump into 75%. So you should do a couple of RDLs with the barbell and then maybe take five to six sets to work up to your working weight of 75%. Right. Correct. Yep. Yep. Correct. And then yeah, I always like one. to tie these weeks together where it's like last week there was mm -hmm. uh, the, the five reps every other minute with the bike. There was an alternating EMOM and I liked it. I think that was two weeks ago on here. So I go to the Friday before last. Yeah, here it is. There's an alternating EMOM of 12 cal, 15 for the guys, 12 cal bike for the girls, which is supposed to fill the minute and then the deadlift. Just to give you a bit of like reference from a past workout. Right. Sorry, what were you going to say? The the one that I liked, I think it was Wednesday where we had the clean, the squat cleans in the workout. And it was something that I'd brought up um, with the affiliate I was at. And just think something I've brought up with, with other programming is that percentage-based workout versus RX is X weight. So RX, men's, and I understand like a lot of times with programming, programming for the best, scale for the rest. Correct. But when you're working out on your own, if I look at that workout and it's got six squat cleans at 185, I'm going to be fucking destroyed. How did that and feel, by the way? The six at 65%, how long did it take? It was take? great. It was hard, but, and I haven't, I haven't PR'd a, or one rep to clean in forever. So I just figured a weight out that I knew I could do. And it wasn't going to kill me. Natalie, um, did you end up doing this workout? I didn't do that one. No? Okay. No. I, I remember we were talking about it. So, yeah. Travis, would you say that this took you about the estimated time right there, about a minute to two to do the um, six squat cleans at that weight? Is it, that's kind of like a top-end range. Like, if you were reaching for a minute and a half to two, it'd be like, oh, maybe it's a bit too heavy, but it's still okay. And if you were to go anything much quicker than one, it's like, oh, maybe you should go a little bit heavier. Do you remember? Yeah. I, when I got done with it, I was like, okay, I probably could have gone heavier with that. Mm -hmm. My, I suck at chest bars. So I knew like, all right, I'm not going to do a freaking heavy ass squat clean and then sit here and do singles on chest bar. Um, Did you, so I uh, wanted to be able so to. So there's no consideration of the RX plus option. I can do bar muscle ups. I haven't done them a lot lately. And again, it was one of those, I, I fought the stupid injury with my, the backside of my shoulder and whatnot for a year. And so I'm like playing everything safe and okay, I'm going to try this and see what happens. So I've probably done five muscle ups in the last year you um, done, and I uh, love muscle ups. You could have done one or two. I could have. So, so in there, I, I always like to write like here, here's the, here's the workout. This is written for, I, I write this as if I were still writing for my affiliate and I'll always mention, and Natalie could probably attest to the fact that the average members average, like the, if you were to take a spread of member one, like their first day of CrossFit hasn't worked out in five years and they're coming into the affiliate for their first time, maybe never even worked out to the people who are competing on the regional team. And we all did the same program. I was rather adamant that everybody had to do the same thing that if you look at the workout, it's written for somebody in like the 60 to 70 percentile range. And then when you look at the RX plus options here, it was always kind of edged towards maybe the 80 to 100 percentile range. But like Travis is bringing up here, I'll always have kind of options for you guys. Like there's ring rows, there's chest bar pull-ups. If, if like nine's too easy, but you don't have bar muscle-ups, you could plug in an 18. And it's really all about the stimulus of the workout that you're looking to do here. 
Mm-hmm. So it's very cool for me to hear you talk about this. I've been talking rather closely with a guy named Nick on Instagram who's been following the program remotely. He's been doing it with a couple of people at a local affiliate saying that they like it. And I'm always trying to gather information. One of the hardest things I'm going through right now is with the stupid elbow injury that I always talk about. I haven't been able to like t- feel them out myself. And right. I do do, this is like the only program I've ever done is my own. And I'm very into it. I take it very personally and I want to make sure that everyone's getting the most out of it. And what I wanted to bring up with Natalie was this wad zombie comment is how do you have the time to do all of this? Um, Natalie, when do you work out? Uh, five, five thirty. And so, how much time do you have? Does 40, it minutes. 40 minutes. So, how much would you say you can typically get done? Uh, so I shorten the warm up. I do one round of the warm up. One round which of the warm up. I used to do. I used to not warm up at all. So, 5.30 a.m. after two kids. Yeah. <laughs> Barely a warm-up. So I still right. do a warm-up, but shorten it. And then I get through the lift and the Metcon. Um, I definitely work out at a faster pace than most people in terms of, like, I just go because I know I need to. I've always been that way. But if you have 60 minutes, like, you are going to have zero issue getting through the warm-up, the lift, the Metcon, or if it's a longer day, a longer Metcon. And then if you're someone who has more time and you want to do more, most days you have something else that we can do. And um, that something else looks something like this, right? 10 rounds, 30, 30, 30 hard, 30 easy. Hard that sucked, like 80, by the way. That sucked. Have you ever done one like that? Uh, follow, one well, following all the other stuff, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, correct. So this is one that um, when I would run the early boarding classes at the affiliate, sometimes I would do this with them afterwards. So like the, the affiliate would get run, we would do the power snatch. This is one of my favorites, by the way, just an on the minute. I think that I actually jacked this from Mayhem Programming, Froning Programming from 2014, 2015. Somewhere on the YouTube channel, there's a video of him and I think it's Hobart in the old yeah. Mayhem gym doing six touch and go snatches at 155 on the minute. And that's kind of a litmus test as to where my personal fitness is. It's like, how does it feel to go anywhere from six to 10 sets? And I know, Natalie, you've totally done this one a couple of times, if not 10 times at this point, right? The on the minute touch and go power cleans and touch and go snatches. I actually remember having a conversation about (laughs) you seeing it when you first started programming it back in 2015 or 2016, maybe. Oh, do you remember anything about that? What was that about? Just having grabbed that from that. (laughs) Yeah, basically what you already said, just the fact that you saw it and you liked it. And then obviously you still like it, (laughs) but it's a really good workout. And actually, I think the one video you showed earlier when I was pregnant, you were standing behind me. I believe that that was clean and jerks of a similar. (laughs) Yeah. It's always six. It's always on the minute and very much there's, there's another one. And I actually think that I programmed it for this Friday, which is the 10 by 300 with the one minute rest in between. It's like the benchmark to how do you feel? Where's your fitness at? Because on the rower, there's no lying. It's like, if you hold a 138 pace for every single 300 and you finish every single interval at like 58.9 seconds, you can always be like, how do I feel? How you feel can plug into where's your fitness at relative to other points and possibly doing the program. So Natalie, I know you've seen that too, right? Yeah, I used to do it with you. Yep. <laughs> and th- like I said, this is the type of stuff that I would do in the morning. I've had a lot of people asking, it's like, hey, is this for higher level people? And this is what we would do, which would get us to regionals and 
granted it was 2016, 17, 18, <laughs> it still did it, right? Yep. And then I would also have the everyday members at the affiliate doing it. And you're currently telling me that it still kind of works for you to do it in about 40 minutes in the AM. Travis has mentioned that it's a relatively decent amount of volume and you can get through it and you're comfortable with it, right? You don't feel like destroyed. No, we're not destroyed and not like we move pretty quick in the morning. So we usually meet at five in the morning um, and Katie has a job to get to afterwards. So we're, it's really like an hour, hour and 15 minutes tops is what we got to get it in. And, and Katie, so you, if you, you got a battle buddy around wasting time, then you can get it done, put your freaking phone away, stop looking at your phone, get Damn the work right. done. And we do, and we get through pretty much all, if, if we miss out anything, it's, we may have to shorten the accessory a little bit. Um, Did either of you guys yeah. do this one? <laughs> she yeah, did that, that one really yesterday. Awesome. It looked awful. She did that one yesterday. I did Katie. Thursdays. Yeah, I did Katie that. did that one. That uh, Natalie, how'd you do? What'd you get? You remember? 1421. Oh, you were outside my goal time. <laughs> I know I was. Why? Um, it That's was really hard to time. actually piece it to where you could push on the second half. Got it. Okay. That, I think I wrote that in there. Like, yeah, set it up to push on the way out. The toes were on the Burpee Box jump overs. Yep. So, and then did you see the same thing with Katie, Travis, your, your battle? Yeah, she, she actually did the same. Um, I don't remember what her time was, um, but she kind of did. She didn't read that description, but afterwards we were talking about it And she did, I think she said she did like sets of three on the toes to bar in the first round. And then she Which got was the, the minimum I gave. Yeah. Yeah, well, because she wasn't sure, and then the second yeah, yeah. round she did fives, and she's like, "Wow, I, maybe I should have done fives. It's like, "No, nope, you did it right. Don't there blow yourself is. up on that first round." Katie's oh, in the there she is. For me, it was just breath. We need a PVC warm up. Hang tight. No... I guarantee you, I can find a PVC warm up. Oh God! Somewhere in there. Come on, come on. I no, know it's in. You here. do pass throughs every once in a while. Uh, it's it's at least once a week, if not twice. And I, it would be on like a Tuesday or a Thursday. First of all, how, how much do you guys like the pictures? This was the day I had my surgery and I couldn't freaking type. So I made a video and I plugged it in there. And that's something I used to do is I used to make videos that tied along with them. But what I found is that the videos were getting very, very, very few views. And I just spent more time plugging it. There it is. There's your PVC. I, I'm, I'm upset with myself for not having more of them. But with everything that I do, for, for everybody who's watching this, I'm not saying everybody because I never assume I never assume anyone's watched a single one of my videos. I made a video on Ryan Fisher and chalk programming. And of course, I saw that in the Reddit thing that I like to look through. And in the Reddit thread, they're like, he hates chalk programming. Come on, get off the guy's back. I love Ryan Fisher on his podcast and like with what the way that he promotes his business. I think that he's a genius with it. And I think that one of the best things that he says is he tries to make things entertaining, fun to do and fun to get into. So when I rate these workouts, one of my goals is one to make it look neat. So I know Chase and Bill on Get With The Programming are real big sticklers on this. And the 12, 12, 24 is doubled and 12 times 12 is 144 on the double unders. If And there is an intent and there is a purpose that's not just cool numbers. Like this should take, these two movements should take about the same about amount of time and maybe if you're an elite athlete you would need 36 ghd setups but like i already told you it's kind of written for the um 70 ish percentile on my spectrum of athletes um but it does look fun to do and i know travis said that he did it and natalie i think you said you took it easier this week correct yeah this week 
So Travis, how was that? What do you think? Was it fun when you looked at it where you're like, oh shit, here we go. And then when you were doing it, was it engaging, fun? You said you got a round and a half or so. Yeah. Well, anytime I see devil presses, I don't think fun because they're not fun. Um, I'm trying to remember. That one was not, I don't know. It was, no, it was, it was a great workout. I wouldn't call it fun. Um, I like GHDs. I hope he uh, makes two billion years. What's that? You like GHDs. How long like did the GHD GHDs. setups take you? First round went way smoother than the second round. I know that. All right. So you broke them up and know what sets at eight? Or something um, like I that? think I did the first one. I know. I think I did 15 and nine on the first That's round. And then what a, what a weird way to break those up. Did you just like find a wall? You're like, oh, 15 it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, I can keep going, but that's going to get really shitty. And then the second round, I think I did like six, 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 just to go a little bit easier on those. And then I've got Katie next to me doing them who just flies through them. So that's always fun. She humbles me. She's a monster at the GHD. She's a monster at everything. (laughs) She's got a good engine. Did either of you do this one? Uh, Katie did that one. So if she's still in the comment, she can comment on that one. I should have brought Katie on the call, huh? <laughs> I, got I, the wrong I told her to, and she didn't want to. Oh, okay. Well, one of these days you just got to get out of your comfort zone. Natalie, what was that? I said, you just got to go to last week. Oh, I'll go to, I'll go to last week. I'll click through. I, I kind of wanted to go through like the past two weeks. I can help you more. My biggest upsetment with the timing of making this is I haven't been able to do very much of anything. So I'll be, I'll do like the accessory work. I'll do the assault bike workout, but I can't do very much. But what I want to bring up with this was it's just extreme pulling endurance, the ring push ups. It's just a push pull. And I, I was thinking that one was going to be very cool. And I was hoping to get a little bit of insight from people who can bend their freaking elbows on that one. It's cool. Well, and what's cool about it though, it's a, it's a push pull, but it's a different push than a push up. A ring push up is a lot different than a regular push up. For some people, I hear it's easier, which is really? odd. Oh, yeah. Range know. of motion shorter? Possibly. They're missing extension or there's no the floor word, to reach for. <laughs> the worst part about them is the, the uh, strap burn that you get on your arms. All right. Katie said she liked it. There she is. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate you. All right. So here we go. Natalie, Friday. I know you've seen this combo before. Bench press, yeah. sandbag clean. Did yes, you do that? We did do what's, that. The, what's the weight on your sandbag? Uh, so pounds? I don't have a sandbag, so I have to do power cleans. I do 125 power cleans. Oh, you're right. Okay. So and typically, yeah. sometimes I'll write that in there. I, I mean, it depends. But yeah, so that's something that I missed out on. Something I can learn from, something that I can make better in the future. So now I know, okay, Natalie or whomever might sign up for this might not have access to a sandbag. Andrew, make sure that you plug in in the notes section down here if you don't have a sandbag do this but i really like the sandbag it's like again it's like a push pull so in a way the sandbag clean is a pull it jacks up your heart rate and this is almost a skill session for the sandbag clean would you agree yeah because it's not really reps so you can just focus travis did you do that no this is the one i was on vacation Back-to-back weeks, the workouts look similar in the fashion of uh, ascending, descending, where the middle is something that looks similar to um, Grace and Isabel. And this that one was way easier to control than the other one. In in terms of your pacing or easy in general? I mean, it was – the burpee boxing bovers just really – 
I think blew me up. They felt great for the first 15. I think it would be a good time to tell everybody that you're much better at the gymnastics well, thing exactly. that could have been interpreted from your history than you like, are at the. Yeah. I mean, those toes of our were like irrelevant for me, I would say. Um, but like with this one, it was just like, okay, the 25 power snatches just move smoothly. And then, I mean, I think I did six and four for my second set of bar muscle ups. So either of you do this one. No. No. Uh, yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah. That What'd was, you think? I mean, it was just like different. Go fast. A little, little different. Did you it use was. the RX plus weights or did you use the RX weights? I only used RX because I don't have anything heavier than a 35 right now. Did you like the shuttle run should be done in 25 foot sections, 300 foot shuttle run? I don't rate do what would it end up being eight, 12 shuttle runs. So <laughs> 150 and 300 feet, because I think that that's the way that it should have been written. And maybe that's an issue on my end, but I'm hoping that people can just kind of figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, and I was, I always listen to get with the programming and I think somewhere it may have been them where they were speaking that Thursdays are throwaway days. And if you were a wandering affiliate, they're kind of throwaway days. I try not to make these throwaway days. So I thought that this one was fun and different. And then also yeah. here's like a killer bike extra accessory piece to do. If you have more than what Natalie says she has on occasion, which is that 40 minute chunk, or maybe she's sitting at home at night and the kids are asleep. She's yeah. like, Hey, I'm going to go throw down a workout and go hop on the bike. <laughs> or maybe you're Travis. And let's say you're like, you know what? I'm not feeling a front squat. I'm pretty beat up from whatever may have happened. And I don't really want to bend over and do these shuttle runs. I'll just do the accessory bike workout. Sometimes that's okay as well. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm pretty vocal about on these programs. There's that. I'm, one of those, I'm a weirdo. I like the bike. I'll bike over anything else. I'll bike over Give, any give other a preference. Program. Do you uh, assault bike or bike erg? Uh, I only have an echo. So, so I, went on I, a, I wish we had a uh, bike erg. I went on the erg for the first time today because I went, I was at a CrossFit gym. They are not set up for anyone who's on oh, like five three. I was go. on the lowest setting and my legs were in full extension. It's like this Perfect. is yes. And I mean, we are all already know the echoes and the assault bikes. I mean, you're shorter, you don't get you have to push up rather than push down. Correct. But that erg, I was like, what the heck? I can't even get it any lower. Huh. I'm glad I'm glad that I got Natalie on her on her horse of being upset. <laughs> We had that one video around like the small athletes with the CrossFit hates tall or shorts people, right? Yeah. And I was like, there definitely needs to be a lot more talk about the females and like the small females. What about, what about in particular? I mean, any, any machines were, were just like brutalized. And then there's the talk right now about making wall balls harder for the females. And I'm like, <laughs> please no. Yeah, don't they want don't they want the ten foot target for the females now? I mean, at regionals, it all or at semis, the, the semis were all foot. ten foot. Yeah, okay. But like twenty pounds to ten foot, I'm like, no, thank you. I mean, I've done it in comps before, but I'm already at a disadvantage. <laughs> I don't need another disadvantage. This will be an interesting time for me to input the fact that when I make certain videos, I'm not talking for myself most of the time. I'm talking for all the people I've ever heard complain about anything ever and the legitimacy to a lot of the things that you're saying right now. So like, is it true that you are a gymnastics inclined athlete? Yes. 
Is it also true that when you are throwing a workout that is a majority wall balls in a competition? I mean, did you look at the last chance qualifier workouts, Natalie? What do yeah. you think of them? What do you think? And I'm not asking you this to fluff up my video by any yeah. means. I'm just curious, um, genuinely. I mean, the so the row, well, so the thruster uh, bar muscle up, I think that was a good workout. I mean, obviously the thruster is heavy, but I would say it's fairly equal for everyone on that. On the thruster um, bar muscle up, and then there was the row handstand walk. Yeah, the row handstand walk, that would have been rough to get off the rower. <laughs> okay, and then how about the third one, which was the clean and jerk shuttle run? Whole, uh, 55 clean and jerks hit yeah. 155 for yourself. Peach shape, best Natalie ever, like Ooh. 2017 Natalie pre-baby. I mean, I definitely would have gotten through it, but it would have been a disadvantage. Is there something that you and, – and then, of course, the last workout, which was 200 wall balls, would have put you into the, the dirt. Oh, yeah. Right? All right. So is there something that you can do as the athlete that you are, let's say that – everything aligned and you didn't have your full-time job as a physical therapist, which you are, which we haven't brought up and you didn't have to take care of your kids, which there is no world in which that wouldn't be an option because you love your kids. But all you had to do is become the best athlete that you could be. Is that, is there a way at five, two with your history that you could overcome and compete in that competition? I would say yes, because okay. I, awesome. I'm, decent at high um high reps at my higher percentages because you get used to that when you just have to so awesome answer that's yeah. why you're a good athlete <laughs> if i had the Thank time you, to dedicate i would still be trying but how old are you right now you're 30. 20 okay 30 we're the same age exactly yeah. the same age did either of you do this workout this is the last one that I want to talk about before I kind of just brush over the whole thing. With oh, on. this one. No, I no. So you looked I at it and you're like, I'm out. And then I chickened out. I know Alexis did this workout. <laughs> Travis. Remember that one. When was that? This is the Wednesday before usually a uh, Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. I do these long ones where I, this one I view it as three sets of three one. rounds. Cool. Okay. Yeah, Here, here's your I percentage. Travis, that you like? Oh yeah, I did do. I knew that would be hard. I did a variation of that one. God, your those freaking sled pushes are just kicking my ass. The sled is extremely undervalued. Everyone should pick up a torque tank. By the way, <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> did you, this is your first live show. You got sponsorship already? No, I know. No, I'm just fucking with it because Savan on his show we always say the torque tank sucks. But I'm currently talking about programming, and on that show we always talk about how it's probably pretty good for program or uh, working out on your own, not in competition. So on this one, yeah, I, I envision everything taking anywhere from two and a half to four minutes, depending on your proficiency in the running or. The, this one would be closer to like the two and a half, three minute range, depending on how well you chose the sled weight, the surface in which you're pushing the sled. So it's always hard to program a sled for a, a large population because if you're on turf, if you're on concrete, if you're on like yeah. rubber, if you even have a sled to use. So I always just say moderate and that's always kind of a grinding pace. And I believe I write it down here in the comments somewhere. And then the 800 meter run, I know that I say in here that you should be able to finish that at a 
about an eight minute mile pace minimum, giving you a minute rest before you repeat the entire thing over again. The big thing, the big takeaway here is that when I rate these workouts and you guys can tell me whether or not I do a good job of this is that there's always something to be going for. Mm-hmm. So I rate the workout right there. Everything should be done two and a half to three minutes through the comments and the notes and all that. I want you to know that. I know that's not just a whole bunch of shit thrown together. Another thing is that there is progression. So I brought you finally to a back squat. Natalie, were you at the affiliate when I threw together my one year squat progression or no, I think you had moved at that point. There was a, like I say, everything I ever talk about comes from my days in the affiliate. There is like rumblings that I don't know what I'm talking about in terms. So what I did was I took every single and I showed up the mesocycles that were the squats. Like, all right, we were heavy on the lunges here. Then we went heavy on the front squats here. And then we periodized up into a heavy back squat through this. And then we reset into the front squat. And then we did like a front squat, back squat cycle. And then we came right back to the back squat. And then after a one year progression, spit out the backside with something like 80% of the gym had PR their back squat. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And then no one said anything ever again, maybe because they just <laughs> didn't want it. Nobody likes to fight. I want people to fight me. Like come after me. If it sucks. <laughs> tell me that it fucking sucks. And then I can try to adapt and get better. Um, Natalie, can you speak to that at all? Just like the progressions on certain strength things, or even just like the touching on of the Olympic movements that I think aren't touched upon enough in these broad spectrum CrossFit workouts, snatch and clean and jerk that is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that I'll say is I make sure I don't typically work out on Mondays, but I always make sure that I get my squats in at some point during the week because they're very important. And one of the things that is nice is, you know, I saw somewhere, I don't recall exactly where, but someone was like, Oh, well, every Monday we do this every Tuesday we do this like every day it's the same thing every week that we go with, in there. with, with other programs. Yeah. With like, I think it was their gyms program or something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but you may have like a template of like most of the time on Mondays, we're going to do something geared around improving your back squat, but it's not every single Monday we're doing build up to heavy five back squat. Cause there's lunges. We do do there. that a lot though. But if I, there's me, I don't want to find a picture of me. I'm looking for something on a Monday where we aren't doing that to prove your point. What is going on here? Am I in the we just program? finished the, the squats. There, there we go. It says a Monday overhead squat. They'll do a heavy set of 10 on the overhead squat. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like your sprinkle of three. where it's overhead squat, it's lunges instead of squatting, but it's all for the better purpose of improving your squat, which Correct. we haven't. So going into quarterfinals, we hadn't, done a ton of like build your heavy clean and jerk or whatever um but i pr'd my squat clean by 10 pounds so it was like which is fucking awesome by the way lifetime right oh yeah Yeah. that's super cool that's so cool yeah so it's just like everything you hit a lifetime pr on your clean in the quarterfinals this year after a seven year deep CrossFit career and now you're only working out at 5 30 a.m. and you're only doing my program yeah and you're only working out I think you said the other day like four days a week yeah four days a week about 40 minutes there's Mark Moncton Mark Moncton's a huge hype man I love Mark Mm. thank you Mark you're the man I know I know you guys have seen Mark on my leaderboard 
Natalie, that's super cool. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. There was one other thing I totally wanted to bring up in relation to that. And I don't know if I'm going to remember, but I can talk about partner workouts. And have you guys done, I know Natalie, you probably work out on your own. You never have Chris, your husband jump in on these, right? No, no. Uh, I, I did a variation of this by myself. Okay. Which I, did I write that in here? No, usually I'll do that, but okay. Well, what do your variation look like? So I did the wall balls and then I did a minute handstand hold the assault bike, which I doubled the calories because of my Schwinn and then mm -hmm. a one minute <laughs> Which the plank awesome. I probably should have held for longer, um, but the wall balls was pretty comparable to a minute handstand hold. This one was the one that I wanted to bring up because I saw an entire affiliate doing oh. this workout, this one right here, because somebody had jumped on it and I thought that was so cool. I never get mad when I see more people doing it. Like, why isn't everybody signed up for my program? I'm like, it's so cool that everybody's doing this workout. Um, Thirty second assault bike. Yep. So. If, if like you and Katie were doing it, Travis, um, did you that's, guys split that to 135? So that's the one we did uh, when Caleb Beaver was in town from Savant's oh, podcast. So we okay. did it with the three of us and we added like a third, basically. Okay. Um, and just did it as a three person, which was afterwards, like if that was two people, that would have really sucked. Because so with like, three, you get you get two people to rest. So it was like 30, 30, 30. You did 30, yeah. and then Katie did 30, and then right. C. Beaver did 30. Caleb, yep. cool. And then you did you up the calories on the bike? We upped the calories on the bike, um, and we were so on once you finish, this is the chipper. So you like argue, you all are attacking the bike, and then you're all attacking in the burpees until you reach 100, which I'm sure that you upped remember. as well. We ended up – so we ended up doing GHDs instead of burpees. We switched Which that up cool. for some reason. Well, if somebody and wanted to do GHDs and you, everybody hates burpees. Like so, exactly. And I'll, I'll always say that it's your workout. It's something that I was very big on. I, I, I used to have an at-home setting on here. And with the YouTube and with everything that I've got going on, needing to work and everything, and with the lack of individuals that were partaking in the at-home stuff, I had to forego that and put more time and effort into this because this is what's important to me. And what I would always say in there was that it's your workout. I can't come into your house and tell you what to do. So if you right. guys want to do GHD setups and you think that it's fair that you're going to do them in here and you're not going to give me shit for your cores being completely <laughs> fucked up or doing a bunch of GHD setups randomly, then so be it. The only time I would be upset is if it was like Monday you're squatting and you're like, I can't hit my new two rep max. What the <laughs> fuck? I would say, well, you did 400 GHD setups on Saturday and you can't support the bar on your back. <laughs> You're right. like, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> never, I've never gotten rhabdo from GHD, so I'll take that. Guess Thank I'm you, not Benny doing D. Enough. Thank you so much. Um, so, but but you like the workout, right? And the big point I oh, want yeah. to draw across oh, was here great. was that there are occasionally things where you can grab a buddy, do a workout, and like yeah. you guys, you can adapt the workouts, which I always think is very cool too. I like to hear that you did that. This front squat on this Saturday, I know I threw in on the next Thursday. So the weeks kind of all build off one another in some way, shape, or form. And this has been uh, come, uh, come to be of now 10 years of programming for me. All right, I think on Twitter, I can find like, hey, I programmed my first CrossFit workout. And this is now still what I'm doing. And this is actually, believe it or not, what I'm most passionate about. I love the workouts. I love programming. Natalie, what do you, you, you're still here because it's just something that you enjoy, correct? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's good overall programming. You get a variety of everything. 
um, I think to a degree you can kind of guess what's coming, but not so well that you're like, like legs oh, on Monday. Weird. Yeah. Legs like on you, Monday of some sort. Yeah. Like, and you can just see that there's a theme. There's always a purpose behind it. You let us know like this is week one of four or week two of three for this certain movement. So you can know when you're increasing your weights or something like that. Is it reasonable for me to increase this week because we have a whole nother week to do this or different things like that? So you're letting us in on what's going on inside your brain as you're writing. Travis and I don't have the, the ability to have done this because we've only been doing this stuff together for a brief period of time. But I know Natalie and I used to shoot the shit on what we would see coming out of other training camps. And although I'll like occasionally put down certain things, but it's usually because I can't understand why they still do it or why nobody has told them that this doesn't make much sense. Right. And I know that I probably talked about comp train and I know that you said you were doing comp train over there, <laughs> but yeah. there was a certain thing, although the workouts individually look awesome. i never really know who they're intended for. I never know like what they're building towards. I don't know where they're coming from. And with each and every one of my workouts, that's one thing that, and you just said this, that I'm trying to, Hey, we're going here. This is what we did last week. Blah, 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 blah. Now, even if you were to jump on tomorrow, you can pick up what the pattern is rather quickly, which yeah. is what you just told me. So thank you. <laughs> this is why I had Natalie on the show. She's the one who used to shoot the shit with me and just like, Hey, did you see this? Did you do that? Like, and then the big thing, I, we, we, we had a practice session, Travis, Natalie, and I to make sure that one, the thing worked because I've only ever been doing this with Sevan. that Natalie and I, every Sunday, which when I program Sundays, they look like this. Option one, long and slow. Yeah. Option two, make up a workout from earlier this week, which some people have told me that all they do is they take all the accessory workouts and throw them into Sunday, which is wow. interesting. You can do that. Uh, would it make sense? Sometimes you, it'd probably be a lot of uh, aerobic power output type workouts, but there's also RDLs and split squats and things like that. Sometimes there's bicep curls. Sometimes there's skull crushers. But then sometimes it's just like, hey, stretch. Sometimes it's like, hey, go walk around outside, take your dog for a walk. But what Natalie and I used to do is we would take every .com workout and we'd write them on the whiteboard and we'd look at it and say, what's the best way that we can get through two or three of these in a training session on a Sunday? And Sunday is kind of a day to be creative and make sure that you, one, don't hit something too hard that you'd hit the couple days previous and two, you're not going to completely mess up what comes on the following Monday. Right. This is what I want to talk. I found it and I know I'm losing you guys. Or I'm talking too much. One more, th <laughs> one more thing I want to bring up. I got to share this screen over here. This guy. You guys see that? Yep. All right. This is, I put this out every week so that everybody knows what's coming. So Natalie already said she could pick up on the pattern just from seeing it. But I try to get this out Sunday at some point, depending on how busy I've been. It'll come out Monday morning. But it's just a look up of the week sometimes it changes but nine, 85 90 percent of the time it stays the same and this is just this week so i know you guys already saw 33 27 it's that push pull workout we saw this madness that natalie couldn't finish within my goal time <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it, it just a lot i never looked at the scores to see who actually did finish it within the goal i have the top score you got the top well, score <laughs> I natalie just, I so who messed up the timing here well oh cool, yes we just Phil. needed better people more like borophil somebody quoted billy madison kenneth thank you <laughs> love 
I can't get mad at you if you're quoting Billy Madison. Uh, but yeah, this is just the hodgepodge of everything. Do you think I missed anything? I don't think so. I want to ask you, is there, so the, I, I was trying to think of stuff that hasn't shown up and, and only being in it for a couple months now. Is there anything that you avoid doing as far as movements go? Cause so like, I haven't seen a lot of handstand pushups. Um, I was, okay. when you put, you did pull up an overhead squat workout, which I have not seen much for overhead squats. Is there stuff that you like so, there's a time and a place for those? Correct. Um, leading up to competition, I'll usually put more of the handstand pushups and more of the overhead squats. And usually there is a pattern in which I like to follow. So if you were to, do you know, CrossFit football or power athlete? Mm-hmm. So there's a, it's very well put there where it's the upper body can push and pull horizontally, horizontally, it can push and pull vertically. And then the lower body can hinge. It can squat. It can lunge. I try to hit those movement patterns. And when you look at a Monday, when we were doing a back squat, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's hard to then again, put a squat in at a point in time where it would make sense, especially when we've also done some sort of overhead pressing. So if you see that on Monday, there was a back squat and then Tuesday, there was a heavy clean and jerk. The only time that would then make sense to maybe do an overhead squat would be a Thursday, but it also has to be come with like what's happening on Friday, what had happened on Wednesday. So if you haven't noticed very much of them, it's because it's the time of the year. And because I am like trying to puzzle piece the whole thing together to a point where it does make sense. But like everything, they come in cycles and there'll probably be a point in time where you say, Hey, we haven't done very much of this, but we've done way too much handstand, way too many handstand pushups and way too much overhead squatting. Yeah. So that's probably the best way that I could answer that question. Okay. But yeah, I, I always have like a, I mean, what is it? It's the hopper. And I have like, a, make yeah. sure that you touch upon everything as often as possible. But the easiest way to program, in my opinion, is you look at the way the body can move. And then you think heavy, light, slow, fast, long, short, and then make sure that you touch every plane and range of motion that you can as often as you can do it without destroying everybody. And hopefully without keeping anybody in anywhere near being destroyed. Yeah. No, there's been very few days I felt like afterwards. Yeah, yeah it sucked, but it wasn't like the next day I can't do anything because I'm so sore. Yeah, it's very few times that I'm super sore. I think that's. And I uh, think something yeah. what's helpful, like you touched on it earlier, is those write ups. Like this piece should take you roughly this long. So you can look at that and go, okay, I need to cut this back either in reps or weight. If I'm going to stay within that area and try and get Your this power statues should be something similar to Isabel where you can right. go under five minutes, just stuff like that. Oh, I didn't yeah. share the right screen. Idiot. <laughs> That's me. See, I call everyone an idiot, even myself. I was getting out of the car the other day and I forgot something. I'm like, Andrew, you idiot. Alexis is like, all right, I should have recorded that. <laughs> now everyone sees that you don't just call everyone else idiots, but you call yourself an idiot. I'm like, I do. I'm an idiot sometimes. Where is it? There it is. All right, we're back up that part your power statue should be done in under yeah. five minutes or the bar is too heavy yep or like run like runs should take you about this this amount of time if you don't have an eight minute mile then you should probably do 600 meters instead of 800 right. meters or <laughs> you're going to be dying one half one third uh, of the way into this and even a mile have you been running very much natalie no i run now because it's nice outside so I run, I try to run almost every time you program it, but good Lord, am I slow. 
<laughs> Natalie, you've never been the greatest runner and your shins well, have always lit up. <laughs> Luckily, right? I'm not really getting that. But yeah. And I live in Lake in the Hills and there are hills and it sucks. Kat wants to know if I miss coaching in person. The answer to that is at times, yes, but I still do one-on-ones. So I do one-on-ones that probably like scratches the itch that has to be coaching in person, but there's nothing better than which Natalie was part of the 2015 through 2018 time at the yeah. affiliate where we were at the top. There was like, and when I say at the top, I talk about like the people who are really pushing the envelope of elite fitness. And then towards the entry level were the people who were just learning and we were all working out at the 4:30, 5:30 hour. And right next to the person who had just learned how to do a push-up or an air squat the right way would be freaking Natalie or Katie or Keiko just putting themselves into the ground and they'd be working alongside each other. And that, in my opinion, as I would coach those classes was the coolest thing because they would know each other. And then of course, like there would be, Hey, what are you even doing all of this hard fitness for? It's like, well, there's this competition that we're working towards and it's very important for us. And it, it gave them another sense of being there, which was always cool. It was cool, right, Natalie? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you can move back from Ohio anytime. And then, you know I'm, what? I'm I'll just open up an affiliate like everybody wants me to, and we'll be ready to rock. Oh, God. Travis can make the shirts for it. And I think there we'll you go. Up. If that's yes. all you got to do to open up an affiliate, right? It's easy. Yeah. It's so easy. Just Everybody open an affiliate, Andrew. Easy. Just open an affiliate. It's so easy. All you, all you do is just sit back and make money, right? There's no work involved. Yeah, I mean, every affiliate owner that I've ever spoken to is just loaded. <laughs> and and they're not stressed at all. No. Yeah, you so weren't day, stressed at all. Not. I, I remember I had my first panic attack after uh, 17.1. Yeah, the open was. Or was it 16.1? It was 16.1. Was, was it? I thought, I know 17 was. It was the year I had like 100, 100 of the members signed up for the open. And they released the 25-foot increments and i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna make it work i just had the entire gym sign up how are we gonna that run was this 17, yeah that was 17.1 that was was it no it, it was 16 point where was the 25 foot overhead walking lunge and then there was oh, the chest of bars and then yeah, there was the bar fizz and burpees then there was more 17.1 wasn't that the dumbbell 17.1 was the the dumbbell snatch burpee and box on board. that was well, when that, they introduced the dumbbell yeah that's when i had mono how could I that was that was a whole nother dilemma okay. But yeah, but that yeah. was also a fuck up. I had mono who's dying, did the workout like 48 times. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it maybe three times. <laughs> did you guys always do the big like Friday night lights and everything like that? We did. Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably days. the biggest those stressful part. Well, cause you're at an affiliate where they don't have coaching and they don't have. Well, no. So at that time, so in 17, I was at the affiliate and they always made a big deal about, I mean, we had watch parties on Thursday nights for, for the announcements. Um, and then they did a big Friday night lights deal where everybody brought in food and it was just a grand old time. I'm sure it sucked for the owners. Cause yeah, I don't think it sucks out. for the owners. Uh, maybe it does for ones in particular, but for as much stress as it was, we're like sitting here talking about it. It was always awesome. Yeah. I mean, it we was had always fun, totally worth sure. it. And the members love it too, right? Oh God, it was great. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the bigger, other than like a Saturday, community type class it was by far the biggest gathering i mean you had people from every class showing up that you didn't even know you know because they got that certain sect that shows up in the morning certain ones that show up uh -huh. at night, and now they're all <laughs> the together. six amers would show up and they're like who are you it's like i've been right? going here for 10 years it's like wait exactly 
Are you that name I always see on the leaderboard beating me? Yeah, so it was right. Cool. You're the guy yeah. who enters the score at the end of the day. Leaderboarding's fun. Yeah, leaderboarding <laughs> fun is fun. Stuff. Stressful. All right, guys. Well, anything else? That's what I was going to say about your percentage-based stuff. Is it kind of cuts out on some of that leaderboarding and and ego issues where you don't have or or getting destroyed where I shouldn't be doing 185, but I'm going to do it just so I can mark RX. Yeah. Put that percentage in. Natalie, do you want to take a question? Sure. Say anybody in the chat. Could you ask how you guys feel about not being checked on by the foreman to coach during their wads? I've been doing CrossFit for years and still find myself Mm -hmm. in need of being kept in check. I mean. Natalie, uh, you also used to coach gymnastics, correct? I used to coach gymnastics, CrossFit. And then, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a physical therapist, so it's kind of my thing. So what do you think? So here's the thing. You would definitely hope that the coach would do it without you needing to ask. But I do think it's worthwhile if you care about it more than others do to just go up to the coach and be like, hey, like it would be helpful if you're seeing poor movement out of me or something that can be fixed. If you could point that out, you don't want to have to say that, but it might then just tell them, hey, maybe I should pay closer attention to this. Then you also get the people that are really rude, and they're like, "Why are you correcting me?" Like, "Well, I'm your coach." <laughs> right. That's what you're paying me for. Yeah, exactly. If uh, do you recall, Natalie, my biggest thing that I would tell people is that if you were not doing anything wrong, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you were over in the corner doing burpees, there, I I would want you to be doing burpees the best you could be doing burpees. Like, let's say you're doing a hundred for time. And I wouldn't want there to be a thought crossing your head that you weren't getting your chest to the ground or that you weren't like getting full extension in your hips and your knees and touching your hands above your head when you were jumping. I would want you to know that if I were in the gym at that point in time and I were to have noticed it, that I would shout, Natalie, open your hips. And that was it. And I think that that is something that is something that a lot of people would appreciate from whomever is overseeing their group. Just let them yeah. know if they're doing something wrong when they know and know that it's not be, trying to be offensive. But I like, also want the most out of you. And I yeah, don't want the most to be things. shit. <laughs> so if you're doing burpees, they look like dog shit. And I'm like, let's go, Natalie, let's go. I'd be like, all right, well. Wow, like, why are you trying to, to go faster if I look like crap? Exactly. Right. So I hope that answers. Well, people are used to that criticism. I, I feel lucky I grew up at a time when you could get yelled at by a coach and you just had to deal with it. Yeah, it wasn't. They weren't picking on you. My coach always said, "If if you don't hear me yelling at you, is when you should be worried because I don't give a shit." At that point, yeah, that's I'm yelling at you because I care. If you had a gym full of thirty rich Fronings all doing Fran, it'd be really quiet. It'd be really quiet. It'd be like a cheerleading session at that point. It'd be like, (laughs) okay, really good. This is really nice. Rich Fronings just there's nothing wrong here. Add a boy, good work. Coach's (laughs) dream. And then if you had a room full of Katrins doing burpees at the semifinals, you're like chest to the floor. Why are you stepping over the bar? Oh, that's okay. Okay. That's interesting. But whatever. If it's okay, it's okay. At least you're like having a conversation and giving them feedback. Right. And everybody can learn then. Poor Katrin. She's got a year off now. Yeah. Well, got some time off. You saw that. There's only one thing to do. Make it. Come back and, oh, I saw it. Yeah. Although they were. (laughs) 
their speculations, I think it was on Savon's wrap up show. They were like, oh, do you think they're going to find something in the second place girl that knocks her down? I'm like, that would be BS. Natalie, two things. One, you just entered the conspiracy theory tinfoil hat division of CrossFit. And two, what kind of chair is that? What do you got on there? Oh, I am in our nursery, which is just an empty, well, it's a filled room, but no kids live Did you quilt school. that chair? No, it's a rocking chair, but this is a like an afghan. Oh, there's a blanket. Yeah, that's a baby rocker. You wouldn't yeah. know what that is, Andrew. I got no it's clue. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like you just made that chair out of like, I know Katie Koz has her uh, knitting thing that she's this. into. That's it's nice. Is that a, that's an elephant, huh? This one's an elephant. Yep. The monkey. All right. Well, did, well, did you watch the, the recap show yesterday with Brian Friend? Yes, I did. Recap show? I was watching as Alexis it? was digging into my face. Oh, she's rubbing salts and mud and everything else in there. Yeah, that was pretty cool, though. Did you catch uh, Brian's about comment about CrossFit not showing all the videos because they're scared? I did. I thought that was hilarious. I <laughs> died when I heard that. Uh, I mean, why would they be scared, huh? I, I couldn't tell you. Why would they be scared? Uh, did you hear Tim Paulson talking matter. about that? Oh, are you are you trying to set me up right now? Because there's a couple buttons I gotta press. I know you haven't hit any of the buttons. Uh, it doesn't matter. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was having this done to my face. Um, it was okay. I wouldn't. It, what, it, what was weird was the amount of shit that came out of my nose. It's, it was kind of off putting. But how do I look now? Oh Is it better? God. <clears throat> I didn't I tell Alexis I would do this, but. This this part was pretty cool. With the, she like dries it off and it cools. She Whoa. was very proud of this video. It's been her a long time to do it. She's so funny with her videos. Those were awesome. Those are like half frozen glass filled balls, and it just cools your face down. Balls. There we go. Oh, look at that! Alexis is here. She's seeing this right now. <laughs> uh, but no, Tim Paulson was talking about on that, and that, what I thought was interesting was the fact that they have some sort of communication to CrossFit about not releasing videos unless it's for the update show. Did you hear that? Really? It was somewhere in there. Natalie, you didn't pick up on that either. That was just me. It's no, I'm, I'm, pin, I'm like totally locked into certain things well, yeah. that people say. What's the point? Like, why can't you just release them all? Blue balls. Uh, well, probably. I was I was actually surprised with Tim's comment about his video. You know, there's been all these video issues and Tim was like, within an hour I had everything approved and I was good to go. Like, well, did you see Tim's videos? So fucking fast. Did you see Tim's videos? No, I didn't see any of them. Uh, Let's see if I can bring them up, but they are flawless. They're so good. If everyone everyone moved like Tim Paulson, there'd be no issues. Yeah, it's okay. not even the movement in half the videos. It's the placement of the camera. Like nobody yeah. went back and checked the positioning of that camera. Um, yeah, that was a little bit weird. <laughs> well, oh, I shouldn't say it was weird because I have a follow-up to make on that. Uh, and that'll be tomorrow. I'm going to make a video about the video. But I have since spoken to Augustine Kelme, and I'm going to make a, a follow-up on that. Just, just to touch upon it because that wasn't the actual video that he sent into CrossFit. Right I there, lost, I believe, is what Tim was talking about. Right? He lost the lead there. What would you say there? Sorry? I didn't see. You posted a video yesterday. I haven't watched it yet. That was probably so the one. It had to do with I, the camera angle. Correct, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. But do you see how he even pauses the top of every rep? Tim Paulson deserves his own video about his awesome movement quality. Look at that yes, pause up yeah. there. Yep. And and everything he does. I mean, I haven't watched his workout number four yet, but I did look it over look over his clean and jerks, and he's just Tim party Tim pity party one. What what's wrong with what's why are you pitying Tim? He made the games. Tim Tim finished first, didn't he? He did. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, he crushed wow. it. And actually, after the first day, I didn't think that any of the other guys had a chance. He was 30, 40 points out. And then he shut me the fuck up. <laughs> Tim, Tim yeah, actually, it's, it's fun to see some of these guys and how they're finishing. It's just like Ariel Owen just coming out that, after Savon's card. She just comes out and crushed it and wins. She's awesome, too. And I think the only reason anyone underestimates her is because of her own comments about, oh, yeah. I just wanted the placard. And at some point in time, that has to like be erased from my head because she's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Another power mom. Now we're just watching Tim Paulson. Yeah, power mom, Natalie. That could be you. Yeah, I know. If I didn't work. Somebody sponsor Natalie and she'll come out. Hey, I mean, you, you you're already saw. It. Yeah. Natalie, where'd you finish in the my... Open this year? Open quarterfinals. The Open... I was like, so quarterfinals in the that number I actually mostly know off the top of my head. Um, in the North America, I finished like four twenty four or something like that. And in the open, I was like three thousand or something. Whoa. Well, Natalie, you know the thing about the open. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that there was no skill involved in the open. Well, there's that. Yeah, so it was just a whole bunch of grunt work. You mean the wall walks aren't skill? No. No. So yeah. you mean toes bar, pull-ups, bar muscles. I mean, there was bar muscle-ups and pull-ups. Mm -hmm. But, Natalie, would you say yeah. that... Uh... It doesn't matter! <laughs> All right, I'm that, me, promise. I like to always be better than the year before. Uh, <laughs> but you did do very well in the quarterfinals. That's why I wanted to bring up you finished 424, you said? I believe so. I know okay. four. I trust you. Four hundreds, and that's higher than the year previous, right? Um, I, that was I didn't do quarterfinals last year, so that was my first quarterfinals. One of the things that I have always liked is having at the affiliate a large pool of high-level athletes all doing the same workouts, and it's one of the things that I actually hate about my elbow is that I can no longer input my workouts to give people like Natalie and Travis, if he's curious to look at scores, like what people like me could do on a workout. Like so I get, you. Cause you like to beat me. Yeah. And if you did that workout in 1420, like you said, with uh, 30 cleaner jerks in the middle, I'd be like, Natalie, what the hell's wrong with you? Why didn't you do it in 13 minutes? Like you were supposed to. I was and dying. Now all I can do is say, well, I don't, I hoped it would be able to be done there. I thought that that was what was possible. Um, Redhead Redemption. That's going to be just got to make Alexis do them. Alexis does do them. Um, tester. Alexis actually, I, I told her that I was going to have you and Natalie on the show, and she's like, hm. and I'm like, <laughs> as I said in the beginning of this, one of the big things was that I didn't want to have anybody who would have come from Red be like, oh, look at this motherfucker. He's having his fiance pump up his program. Like, of course. But Alexis actually was born, bred, and to this day is a full lifelong Hiller Fit athlete. And she was about 400 in the quarterfinals last year as well. So it's what's kind of, and I mean, in the quarterfinals in 2021, I finished in the 80s, I believe. 
And then this year, of course, like my elbow didn't work. So that's kind of what I would say is the potential of people. What is this? What did I do? Oh, she's just talking. But that's kind of what I say is like that, the potential. So it, it works. It works for everybody. And that's what I want. I want to try to make it work for everybody through the comments and concerns underneath the workout. I die internally when I open up somebody else's Wattify profile and it's just a workout. Or what's worse is that it's a workout and the comment is, let's see who can get 58 rounds. And it's like, I am going to kill you next time I see you for just putting this out to the world. Yeah, like, ah, and everybody might know like a program out there that does that, or a couple of programs out there that do that. Like, uh, be raging. Done it. And and then you get like twenty rounds. You're like, oh yeah, damn, they, I really wanted fifty eight. When I read a workout and it's go, it, I mean, it literally says, "We're going to see if anybody can finish this today." I'm like, well, fuck me, I'm in for a <laughs> shit show. Great. As the guy who doesn't come close to finishing everything, I don't want to start this one. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? Exactly. Natalie, you got a compliment. Thank you. And yeah, Natalie, I would say that you also did incredibly well for your first time ever doing a live thing. And okay. Travis, being on the other end of the screen, how's it feel? I haven't decided yet. You haven't we'll decided see how yet. the views turn out. <laughs> yeah. The comment section's way easier. Well, after the the big thing I picked up from like the hundred some videos I've made at this point now, 100, 150, 70, whatever it is, is that only after about 50 of them can you decide how one does. So right. this one being the first one that's live, I'll have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always look at, I look at Sevans and I tell him, I'm like, this one did okay relative to that one. I'm like, I don't know why the liver King hasn't exploded yet because that was his first live podcast ever. And it's actually picked up a bit of traction since it was first put out. Yeah, it's probably doing well, as he yeah. says, on Spotify and sure. Apple. And it, it might be, but I would have to talk to Souza about that. He'd know more. He was in the comments. I saw his name in there. Give the us Liver King? Uh, no, Souza. Or the, the Liver King's you know, too busy. Basically, yeah. the Liver King. Cat wants the call in number. See, now you're going to have to have a call in number. I would have to figure out how to integrate that. I got no idea. You know what I would just do? I would send them links. I'd be like, hey, here's a link. I can put Pop your little in. box on the screen. And then if and if you do anything bad, it'll just kick you out. <laughs> yep. Works good. I want to see it. Yash wants to see the Liver King's blood work. Well, so does everybody. Guys, let's cut it off. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about. Good Real to quick. go. Yeah, nothing. Oh, All right. You got you to gotta put a, a link somewhere where people can find the programming. You're right. Um, you it, is in, it is in my bio on my Instagram, and I will in this video, as soon as we're done here, clip it in there. I, I was supposed to do that before, but I was coming from a client's house, and I was running a little late, and I didn't want to fuck this up. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had to make sure. I should have left you hanging for five minutes. But yeah. So if you way. want to jump on the program, link in the bio of the Instagram, Hiller Fit. It's 35 bucks a month. I figure it's about a dollar a day. And for the amount of work, time, and effort I put into it, I always compare it to the, you've heard the adage that is, you walk up to, there's this guy, his ship breaks. It's a billion dollar cruise ship, right? And he hires somebody to fix the thing. He comes on up with a ball pin hammer and he bangs on it and it sticks, it turns on again. And the guy with the ball pin hammer goes, that'll be $50,000. And the guy's like, what the fuck? It took you all of 10 seconds to do it. And the guy goes, yeah, it took me 50 years to figure out where to hit the ship. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, 100%. all right, well, this program is like everything that I've ever put into anything spat out into a Wattify portal. 
And for a dollar a day, it's a hundred percent worth it in my head. And if I were looking for something like this, along with the work that I put into it, I it's without a doubt worth it, especially compared to some of the fucked up shit that I see out there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and 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 I'm not naming any names. You've, you've, dove into other people's programmings to see what's good what's not <laughs> to this what day works, i still pay doesn't. for like what's rich doing just to see if i'm like on the right path right if anything I, pretty I, good I, uh yeah gauge right there yeah because i think that he's he and who write his program are awesome they have a good touch on like what's going on yep and then i also have signed up for many other programs to see like what all the fuss is about and usually i'm off put <laughs> Not I got bored like with a lot one. of them. I got I got bored with them. They were they were repetitive, or it wasn't enough, or it was too much. And this has been just that perfect mix. Natalie, final words. Um, I definitely couldn't see myself doing any other programming. I'm happy that we are we cross paths, and that we can be at the point that we're now. So. I'm very happy with it. I tell people like all, all people are like, Oh, what do you do for your workouts? And I'll be like, yeah, let me show you. I could show you right from here. So what I would like to know from anybody who might sign up or anybody that you would show it to would be like, what is wrong? Cause if I know of something, I can always fix it. But if I don't know, I can't fix it. Yep. <laughs> right. And that's the only reason that I ever do anything. Tell people what the fuck's up. And they can fix you it. You handle criticism. You handle try. it well. I try. I usually message you as soon as I'm done. Dude, that was fucking terrible. Why? You, you, you do do that. Yep. I got I got a text from uh, one of the guys doing it. Nick, I already brought him up. because the hip flexors from the Saturday workout. They're murdered. And I'm like, got to look into that. Why? And I'm like, all right. Good. <laughs> They're go. supposed to be. That's, sometimes that's the answer. Look, that was what was supposed to happen. Get yourself healed up so you can test all these. I know. I was talking to Natalie Slowly about that. Sure. Natalie, the physical therapist, had a whole bunch of opinions on that. I wanted to end this about an hour and a half or an hour 45, so we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, am I going to get an app? I don't want to spend 10 grand to make an app that might not function anywhere near as well as Wattify functions. So I do use Wattify. I think Wattify is great. I think it's got everything you need. Yep. Why? why it's, 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 the, it's like, why fuck with a good thing? So. And a lot of and people I, use it. So, and it stores, no matter what program you're in, it stores all your information. So if you jump to a different program, like all your PRs and everything are still in there, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. And if anybody's curious, I, all right, guys, I'm going to keep you on for two more seconds <laughs> before I shut this thing down. Andrew, it's Andrew Hiller. What if I.com. I'm going to pull that up just so everyone knows what the hell it looks like if you are indeed curious. And the big thing is that if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. <laughs> That's the big thing. Like if, if you're interested in a program or you, look, you want to just check it out and you're curious, go after it. And if you're not, that's fine. Don't come after me. If, uh, oh, yeah, if you want one-on-one sessions, that's $125 an hour. <laughs> that, that's well, and it's, it's try it for a month. Try for a month, and if you want to cancel, shoot me an email. It's andrew at therealandrewhiller.com, and I'll cancel it at that point in time. It's also uh, set up so if you sign up in the middle of the month, it's seventeen fifty for the remainder of the month. It just, I don't know, made sense That's to me. A good dude I, right there. I always want to make sure people don't feel like they're getting chipped out of money. I feel like a piece of shit then. You don't need a three-month advance when they want to cancel. Yeah. 
That's All right, dudes, let's shut it down. Cool. Thank you guys so much, Natalie, so. Travis. I hope you had a good time. Everybody who watched, it was like 100 to 150 live. That was fucking cool. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for commenting. Uh, try true coach. Yash, I'll look into it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. And stay Thank on, you guys. All right. And broadcast. <laughs>